Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Fantasy Addicts podcast. You're on once again with your host today, Andy, and my two co-hosts, Shalim and Frank. Today we're talking wide receivers that we are not leaving our drafts without. Must draft wide receivers in 2023 NFL fantasy football. Shalim, how are you on this fine evening? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, football is almost back. I'm very excited. I can't wait to get into my favorite wide receivers. Uh, this is what I like to talk about the most. Um, so can't wait to to jump into it uh, with with my boy Franklin over here. Frank, how are we today? Yeah, I'm doing good, Shar, and thank you for such a warm welcome, Andrew. Um, you mentioned Charlene wide receivers. Everyone loves talking about wide receivers. They are so in vogue, um, especially in the off season. Everyone gets right off running backs, and then as soon as the season starts, people love running backs again. But right now, you might as well call it wide receiver season um, right now. So keen to talk about, you know, guys that we're not leaving our drafts without, making sure that we get them, um, you know, and basically telling you why. Um, I'm keen to get stuck in. Um, Andrew, if you don't have anything else to add, I'm going to plug the socials, and then I reckon... I was going to say, I'm going to kick us off with my first wide receiver. I'm just really keen to talk about this guy. Um, so make sure you're following the podcast on the Twitters at the FB Addicts and on Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. Now, last episode, I talked about a Detroit Lions wide receiver that I am absolutely avoiding in drafts. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about a Lions wide receiver. I'm absolutely targeting in every single one of our drafts. It's Marvin Jones. I'm actually kidding. It's of course it's Armin Ra St. Brown. Absolute beast. Someone who I was hating on. Andrew can attest to this. Hating on him in his rookie year when he dominated the last six games of his rookie season. Came out last year. I was a hater. I had Darnell Mooney over this guy. Um but then Armin Ra came out, absolutely proved me wrong, made me look like an absolute fool. Came out with eleven hundred yards, six touchdowns, hundred and six catches. Looks like an absolute stud. And now all he gets is the entire wide receiver room to himself. Jameson Williams, six games. Who cares about that guy? TJ Hawkinson, he's gone. Sam Laporta's brought in. They brought in Jameer Gibbs, cash passes out of the backfield. But DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams were already doing that to the point that they were last season. So now it's basically just the Armin Rush show again with Jared Goff, who, you know, basically improved throughout the entire year. I think he um sort of showed that he can be a starting quarterback at the next level. The Detroit Lions offense continued to improve all the way through to the end of the year. We can only expect that, you know, that trend to continue them to stay as an elite offense. By the end of the year, they were, I think it was something along the lines of the last five games, the only team that scored more points than them was the Kansas City Chiefs led by Pat Mahomes. So I have 100% faith in this Detroit Lions offense. I've got 100% faith in Armin Rice St. Brown. And he's currently going off the board as the wide receiver eight. He finishes the wide receiver seven last year. So now you're getting him at a cheaper price, and now he's going into his third season. So wide receivers, they obviously break out in their second season. That's like really common thing to happen. But you know what else is even more common for wide receivers? Third-year breakouts. I think this guy has genuine top five upside. Um, and then as far as volume goes, he got 146 targets last year. We can only expect he's going to get at least you know around that 150 mark yet again. Um, really safe player. I can't imagine that he falls outside of the top 12. So someone I'm taking back end of the second round, you cannot go wrong. 
I completely agree with you, Frank. Uh, I'm definitely a Amanra St. Brown man myself. Man is a beast, the sub god. Um, yeah, it's there's just not really uh, an argument against him. Uh, uh, and you know, in our show, in our last show, we're, we're talking about our wide receiver bus having got having taken guys so high, people like CD Lamb, like I'd have. Manra over CD Lamb any day of the week. Uh, I think his floor is just so high, and with how many touchdowns he scored last season, which was only six, he missed a few games. Like if if he can make that eight to ten, like you're you're gonna be laughing with how many um uh receptions he's gonna get, how many targets. Like he's not a he's not a you know uh his average depth of targets not not you know DK Metcalf um. But uh, it, he's he's just he's just the man. He he just figures out a, a way to to get it done, and he and he does it. He's uh, and you know it's it's pretty funny how the world works. You know, with Frank picking his favorite wide receiver as a guy that uh, he was against uh, with Andrew last season it makes it all the the better with this pick. Uh, but but yeah, um, I completely agree. Don't have any argument against it. I, I'm a really big. Detroit Lions fantasy man, um, you know all their options there. Uh, talking about with the right running backs with uh, Gibbsy, um, and now one of our past episodes as well. Like, like it's going to be a tunnel offense, and to be the number one wide receiver to have done it already, um, it's it's going to be hard to to tell me not to take him where he's going. Yeah, I mean, um, me and Charlene did the Detroit Lions pod, so go check that out on the Spotify. It's, it's a great offense. It's a fun. Um, Amon Ra is the man. I was actually on him before it was cool, Frank. You know, you you're, you and uh, all you losers that have jumped on now, you know, you big heroes. Yeah, you see him be good, so now you want to be a part of it. Well, fuck off. We don't want you on the train. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Amon Ra is great. I profited a lot from him. You know, I had... Versed Frank and Joel in a bet, top 25 receiver, head-to-head with Frank on Darnell Mooney. That was my favorite one. Oh, man, that was great. Shout out Darnell Mooney. Yeah, let's go. Um, But, yeah, Frank, bust-proof player. He just gets too many targets, is too much of the focal point in this offense. And Jared Goff is really good at throwing over the middle. But we've said it all on Amon Ra. He's going to be great. And you didn't even mention, Frank, that he fell over inside the five yard line like a hundred times last year. So touchdowns go up, fantasy points go up. Amon Ra top five season is among us. Um I'll quickly jump in while I'm on a roll, Charlene. Uh my must draft wide receiver is Debo Samuel. Not sure if this is hot takey, but Debo's copping a lot of yeah, he's copping a lot of hate. But small minded people will look at Debo and say <laughs> He's only had one good year, guys. Don't draft him. He was an outlier. Um, you have to actually look at Debo, 2019, first year. Takes a while to warm up in his rookie season. Um, second half of that year just goes nuts. You know, fin- finally gets an opportunity, gets 80% of the snaps in all of these games. 17 points, half PPR, 15 points, half PPR, 13, 13, 12, 13, 22. Um, and then you're like, oh, Debo's great. Next year, gets hurt, injury plagued. Um, you know, it's it's a write-off. Uh, it, it happens. That is the only argument I'll actually hear out of people is that he is injury-prone, he gets banged up, doesn't play all the games. Um, 
2020, but like even in that year, the, the weeks he played, he was he was great. Um, you know, the three games, the four games he did play, 80 plus percent of the snaps were all in double digits, half um PPR fantasy points, and then you go to 2021, went nutso, proved that he is probably one of the best pure weapons in the NFL. Um, I mean, it was just an insane year. Carried me to my uh, fantasy title. Maybe scored too many touchdowns at a too much of a high rate, uh, which is another argument people say. But uh, last year, disappointing year, I will admit. But why do people say that he scored too many touchdowns that year, but then they refuse to admit that he didn't score enough touchdowns last year? Like he was a bit unlucky on his touchdown per touch basis. Um, you know, multiple quarterbacks were thrown in there. They were programming a new offense with CMC in there, Ayuk another season. I think Debo is too good to not get involved this year. I think he's a wide receiver one. I think he's one of the best weapons in the NFL. I think he is just the man. Um, I, I I think you'd, people also say, you know, they, they count out Tyreek Hill. They count out Tyler Lockett. They count out Debo Samuel every year. Just, oh, they can't score at this efficient rate. Like, it, it's not going to happen. Like, regression, regression. Maybe they're just good at football. Maybe they're just good at the game. Maybe they're just unguardable. Maybe they just know how to score fantasy points, score real-life NFL fantasy points. Great offense, great team. Um, I like Debo. I feel like you get that now. It kind of makes me mad when people say, don't draft him, he sucks. Um, I think he's a great football player. I think he's a great fantasy option. Um, I think he's a top 12 receiver. Um, that's my case for Debo. Don't know where you two sit on it. Um, yeah, love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, um, look, it's hard to disagree with you because you, when you do have um, hot takes, uh, quotation marks, uh, you, you've been in the um, the right column majority of the time. Uh, I, with Debo, I just struggle just because I haven't seen it with, with Brock Purdy yet. Um, and then also since CMC came in, it, it has made the, the, the war, you know, the, the game plan a, a bit confusing. I don't know whose week it's going to be, um, uh, but I could definitely see Debo being Debo. He's, it's, I don't have anything, any issues with the player he actually is. Um, so I, I, I can't really disagree with how your thought process is because he is, you know, he is a, uh, extremely talented football player. And if he does, you know, uh, run a bit more than he did last year, he is more healthy. He, do, he gets a few more rushing touchdowns. Uh, I definitely think he, he has that in his range of outcomes. Uh, but uh, I personally would rather watch him on your team be good um, than actually draft him myself. Uh, mo- majority of the 49ers, I think they it's, it's, a, it's a bit unclear uh, for me, apart from, you know, CMC uh, and, and Kittle only because of the, the tight end, um, you know, the um, the rest of the tight ends in the league. Uh, but, and then you've got, the you know, the two wide receivers. Uh, I think he's going to be a lot better. I definitely think he's going to have a, a bounce back year if he's fully healthy. Uh, but yeah, that that's just my take on it. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'd rather watch him, you know, do what he did last uh, two years ago, then actually take the, you know, the the jump myself. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Andrew. I really do like Debo Samuel as a player. I think he's incredibly talented. Um, you know, outside of Christian McCaffrey, I'd say he's probably the most talented. It's hard to say because George Kittle's also incredibly talented too. But he that season that he had, he just found a way to get into the end zone. He found a way to make things happen. He was like you said, he was unguardable. They couldn't touch him. They couldn't bring him down. Um, he's someone that we could just see, again, having a blow-up season. Those weapons were still there. I get that Christian McCaffrey wasn't there when he had that blow-up season, but Brandon Ayuk was there. George Kittle was there. You had Jimmy Garoppolo, who wasn't exactly you know, setting the house on fire. Brock Purdy operating that offense last season was high-powered. They were scoring 25-plus points per game, and they made it look easy too because they were multifaceted. They got all of those players involved. They were all you know, really good fantasy assets all at the same time. So that doesn't scare me that much. I think he is healthy. Top 12 is a very big call, Andrew. You know, I, I don't know if he can get quite there, but I think where he's going in drafts now, um, he's just, you're getting a very good football player um, at a very reasonable draft price. So I do like the Debo pick, Andy. I mean, I want to I want to win my fantasy league and I feel like if Debo hits, he will help you win. Um, That's true. So... He's not gonna be not gonna be super consistent for your team. You know, he'll pepper, you know, the ten to twelve points and then hopefully you just get four or five weeks where he scores like, you know, a touchdown here and a rushing touchdown. You just get those, you know, those twenty five to twenty eight point Debo games and you can just yell Debo at Dylan Lawrence and it's a great time. But um <laughs> Charlene, hit us up with your must draft receiver before we get out of it. Yeah, well, mine's going to be nice and quick. I think no one's going to have any arguments with the, with this player here. I'll be very surprised. Um, uh, This player, he finished as the wide receiver 16 last year. He's getting drafted as a wide receiver 15. He had a down season in regard to his touchdown total. And when I say a down season, man scored nine touchdowns. Was it nine? No, I think I'm wrong. Sorry. Hold on. I, I think it's less. Anyway, um... He he had a low a touchdown total uh last year and he is normally you know that's what he relies on he doesn't rely on how many catches he needs to get he doesn't rely on you know um you know those those type of PPR points that that other wide receivers get you know like like Amon Ross St Brown I uh, was talking about earlier uh, my my pick uh, is DK Metcalf he's going as the wide receiver fifteen um in in fantasy football drafts uh, he's gone in the third round middle of the third round. I honestly think that's a, a a smash pick there because another year in the system, another year with Gino, and he's getting help with JSN. I think that's just gonna gonna help. I, I know some people think that you know you get another good wide receiver, it, it hurts the the number one. Uh, I honestly don't don't think so in in this case. Um, I think they they're gonna be such a great offense with the new weapons that they've they've brought in this year and. If he scores twelve to you know fourteen touchdowns, man can hundred uh, percent finish in the the top eight wide receivers. Um, so I, I'm very excited to to watch um, DK Metcalf this season. Uh, even if his you know his his yardage comes down, his his receptions, uh, he's he's he doesn't rely on that type of stuff. Um, I definitely think he's going to come back with the, the touchdowns, and I think he's going to have a, a great year this year. Um, and if he does repeat with with how he went with uh, his his reception total and his his receiving yards, I think he's he's got he he has that range of outcome where he can be you know even better. Uh, he had ninety catches 
140 targets for he only had a thousand yards. Six touchdowns. Sorry, guys. He had six. DK Metcalf had six touchdowns. He's not doing that again. I'm sorry. He's there's you can't tell me he won't he won't score more than eight. Uh, I'll bet anyone on it. Uh, but yeah, my my pick is DK. Yeah, I do like me some DraftKings Metcalf. Um, like you said, finished as a wide receiver 16 in what seemed like a down year for him. Um, again, those touchdown numbers. That's just the kind of player he is. Like, if you've seen the absolute specimen of a man that he is, he looks like he was born to catch touchdowns. Um, so, again, yeah. I expect that number to go back up. I expect Geno Smith to have another exceptional year. Um, and I expect him to see a whole lot of single coverage. Like I said, Charlene, with JSN there, Tyler Lockett there, they're going to be throwing it up to the big man. Let him come down with it. Um, yeah, I really like DK Metcalf. Um, again, someone that you can you can always get um, at a reasonable price, and and you know what you're going to get from him. You know, it's been very consistent through his career. Finished as a wide receiver seven um, in 2020, wide receiver 14, and then followed up as a wide receiver 16 this past season. Um, yeah, 140 targets, only 90 catches. So you know you expect that to be possibly a little bit more efficient going forward. Even if it's not, you expect to see the touchdown numbers come up. So I do like me some DraftKings Metcalf. Yeah, Joel showed me a thing because he's got. DK, obviously. And he leads the league in uh, red zone targets every single year. Like, it's it's crazy. So, um, touchdown numbers have to come up. Can't wait to see that over-under market on DK Metcalf touchdowns because me and Charlene will be hammering me over. But um, yep. he's another one where people always count out because he couldn't run a three-cone drill or whatever. But, I mean, come on, guys. Like, he's 6'4", 235, fastest guy on the field. Like it, it, it doesn't matter. Like I don't care if his routes are a bit bad. They're not even bad. Like I don't even know why people criticize him, but um, he's just good and he's gonna find a way to be a wide receiver one. Charlie, am I agree? So um, there it is, boys. Our wide receivers. We will be back with tight ends. Can't wait to talk them. Um, but yeah, we said it all. Just recapping. Go get yourself some Amon Ra Debo and DK, and you'll win your fantasy football leagues. Um, this was fun, fellas. Thanks for joining me. Any last comments? Well, those three guys, you could, we mentioned this before. They're all in different rounds. You could you could land a wide receiver room with DK, Debo, and Armin St. Brown, and you, you, would just, you just smash your league. Just kill them. You really can. It's crazy. Um, thanks for joining us, everyone. Had a great time. Um, yeah. What did Good I say? <laughs> what did I say on the other one? It was funny. Um, oh, fa- nah, fantasy football is <laughs> easy when you listen to the fantasy addicts. That's great. Yeah. Let's um, I like that. Where's yeah. the lie? Where is the lie? <laughs> um, yeah. Nah, thanks, boys. We'll uh, get back on for some more shows before the preseason uh, wraps up and um, yeah, make sure you're listening, following us and uh, we'll get you ready for your fantasy football draft. So um, talk to you soon listeners and conquer the day. Peace.